Sesame. She got a character in Sesame Street named after her. It's one of the, it's one of the people who have a fear of helicopters. One of, only one of. Yeah, only one of. Who are we talking about? Uh, Meryl Streep. Right. <laughs> uh, and has carried out a series of serious singing lessons. It's <laughs> <laughs> just some Meryl Streep trivia. Like some kind of crime. Yeah. Oh, it'd be great if she could burst into song while she's complimenting slash insulting. <laughs> what was it they called it in? Uh, they did it in Community as well. Um, it was a compliment that's that's phrased as an insult. Right. So, like, having a go at someone and they're like, oh my God, no, wait, what? You said something nice. So, so like, you think it says to an it says, oh, what are you going to do? Do more work for less money? And, or something like that. It's like, what? what? Yeah, that's, that's I don't know. <laughs> it's not actually an insult. So, maybe her insults could be really weak. I don't know. Trying to evolve the character from 1950s gangster street. <laughs> Trying to, yeah, into something else. To Broadway. Else. Musical breakout Wayne Brady style. Yeah, I you need to practice. That. I still haven't got a handle on the street character. Most of the ad living with streepers come from you. Like I haven't, yeah. I haven't got. A... Yeah, you were all on board with Saddam. Oh yeah. <laughs> now you can't. Yeah, There's, she. Well, she's a lot more quick thinking than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Even her imaginary. Ca- she speaks too fast. <laughs> Yeah. Loads of people piled on about that. I was just, I just thought it was quite funny because I thought it was weird, but people are pissed about like her Golden Glow speech. Like well, uh, the the more... Shapiro dude that you brought up last week, I think I briefly saw. Ben Shapiro, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brought up like, on his podcast, like mm. went on quite a rant about it. Yeah. I yeah. don't think we went on a rant. I think it's no, just, no. we're just like, it's we're just, just funny like, and weird. Yeah. We <laughs> commented on it more than like, oh yeah. I think you like brought up, yeah, she applauded a rapist. Like, here's a video of her applauding a I rapist. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, <laughs> like, oh, who was it? It was actor. the guy. No, it's the di- um, the director, the one. Armand something. No. Arnold Palmer. No. That's the drink, isn't it? No, the, yeah. Bloody rapist drink. The one that did Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, Polanski. Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. That wasn't Moulin Rouge. Was it? I don't, I don't know. All I, I, all I remember, remember from Moulin Rouge was a lot of songs that I thought were better before. <laughs> Like, yeah, you, I like you, McGregor. He's cool. He's yeah. going to be awesome in Fargo, right? He's in Fargo. Yeah, he's in next season. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's like shit. a big character. It's going to be fucking amazing. That'd be good. Um, but yeah, I think it's a uh, Nature Boy. Was uh, I think he did like a cover of it, and it was very, I guess Broadway's the term. Yeah, further away from, you know, was what was the guy, the the kind of Frank Sinatra era of singers like doing that swing. song. Not swing, lounge, I guess. Oh, Loungey, okay. old school, white Christmassy kind of feel. Bing! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was a singer, now he's a failed search engine. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to use Crosby. Can't use Crosby. <laughs> They're all going to go ahead with Crosby and then Streep comes in. Can't use Crosby now, sounds too much like Cosby, child rapist. Yeah. You gotta go with Bing. <laughs> bing, sounds like bum, but it's Bing. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just random disconnected links. I like the way you search for you need to search for a new name. Streep. <laughs> Google, it's got a ring to it. It's got a cling to it. <laughs> and then she breaks into sock. <laughs> like fucking West Side Story. Yeah, she's from West Side Story. 
Like it's it's got one of those typical musical build ups like yeah, it's got a ring to it, it's got a bing to it, it's got a da 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 streep <laughs> Where she takes like one step forward, puts her right hand out, then his left hand left foot forward with her left hand out, and then you go, Oh, there's a song coming. Yeah. Oh, somebody's put some metal plates on the bottom of her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> now she's speaking from the feet. Oh, and she's got a chorus line. <laughs> Here comes Usain Bolt. You run fast, but you don't run loud. Run louder. Street. <laughs> Oh, he's got something to say. <laughs> Suave, energetic. Wearing a pinstripe suit and a fedora. <laughs> but yeah, she's one of the people who have a fear of helicopters. As a, as like there's a register. <laughs> it's just it's just like a handful of people who have confessed rather than being diagnosed as fear of... Can you get diagnosed with a fear? I guess you have to. Like, you like can't just be like, I'm afraid of spiders. You'd be like, well, may- maybe you are. Yeah. But is it on your driver's license? Yeah. Because then, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you no, get like no, medical alert bracelets. <laughs> Before address. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get like medical alert bracelets, right? You're meant to have one for like, if you're, um, I don't know, you've got a disease that maybe people should know about. Like, I'm allergic to penicillin. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming technically, I mean... I've been in loads of situations where I've kind of regained consciousness at will just to tell the paramedics. <laughs> I've been like flat out, completely conked out and unconscious. And then just, by the way, I'm allergic to penicillin. And then just, <laughs> just collapse back. And then always be like, oh, brilliant. Thank you. It's good to know. Because otherwise, I don't know what happens when I eat penicillin. You eat it obviously. But I had it when I was like a kid and I think it was just I didn't like the flavour of the medicine (laughs) I was being given. You don't know? I don't know. My family members say but my my parents don't really remember my name half the time. Mm. So like I don't know whether the allergy references like (laughs) they forgot I was asthmatic for the longest time. (laughs) (laughs) And then my dad used to think he was asthmatic and now he doesn't think he was asthmatic anymore. Right. So it's a whole tornado of nonsense yeah so i'm curious to whether if i should actually have a like a penicillin test because it's a miracle drug apparently well, just, i don't know it just never does had everything it. what it just does everything oh, yeah. it's got some kind of infection you take this drug blah 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 a cillin. yeah like... i'm on the i'm on the diet coke of medicine <laughs> <laughs> with yeah. with all the good stuff taken out and then just you know yeah probably still works it's fine <laughs> yeah sodas let's, let's talk about let's talk about fizzy drinks why do you drink fizzy drinks steve uh i don't know uh gin and tonic is that does that class as a fizzy is drink? it fizzing <laughs> <laughs> what about beer is beer class a fizzy drink yeah all right because uh, i enjoy it i is there... you enjoy drinking something with that's exploding right okay before we start getting accusatory... Accusatory, you confessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> accuse, you confess. Before we get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Prior to the to the diabetic discovery... Yeah. You were like king of fizzy drinks. Yeah. Yeah. So why... So you're just crediting me more in this argument. In that, 
So before we get started, Nick, you were the best. Yeah. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Your Honor, I object. Why? It's too good. (laughs) No, yeah, I was just ridiculous. But apparently, I just drink a lot, and then I'll drink a lot of anything that's nearby, whether it's milk or, um, yeah, energy drink, fizzy drink, water. Literally, I've got no real preference. It's whatever's nearby. Yeah, but lately I've been having real sugar cravings. I'm assuming it's because of some. I'm assuming my body for years was telling me that I was diabetic, <laughs> and it was just like you need some sugar. Yeah, because apparently you either need sugar or you don't need sugar. You need less or more. Because well, the you idea can't of diabetes is that you can't regulate it, isn't it? Something yeah, like that. So it was uh-huh. like fuck it. Just maybe I was just being competitive. Yeah, I'm a very competitive person. I'm not really. <laughs> I've met some competitive people recently, and I'm just like. Uh, it's just not. No. Like, I'm, I, I am competitive, but not to the point where I'm going to be an ass. It's funnier when other people are competitive, I think. Like, well, you're competitive you're to a point with. where other people get pissed off, and then you get competitive just to piss them off. <laughs> well, I used to lift weights a lot, yeah. and like people were always asking me like why I wasn't competitive with other people in the gym. I said, like, well, I'm not competing with, you know, no. Jamal or yeah. Simon or whoever's in the gym. Or, or Loretta. Right? <laughs> just to even it out. <laughs> yeah, right. just to get... We, we had black, we had white, yeah. we had female. Who else do we need? Yeah, um, just to, just to cancel out my next appearance. Saddam! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not competing with Saddam on the trail. Yeah. I don't want to end up in Meryl's next speech. <laughs> just to keep it equal. <laughs> Apparently there, there was a... Some, I think, Donald Trump's defence of that is... He wasn't impersonating a disabled person. He was impersonating um, somebody confused. And it just happens to be that his impersonation of a confused person looks a lot like the person he was ridiculing. And the whole phrasing of it. That's what Ben Shapiro was saying, wasn't it? Is that there is defense for him making fun of uh, disabled people. And there's also support that he's just... That's his impersonation, because he did that exact same impersonation on, like, three other people. Yeah. By being like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah. that's his defence. Uh, no, that's how I mock everyone. Yeah. <laughs> defence rest, Your Honour. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, competitive-wise, I used to just compete with myself. It would just be like, I want to lift more than what I lifted before, or more regularly, or run further, or whatever. Because I'm more I'm all about competition, but competing with people in a good spirit. Yeah. In good in in you know. Yeah. As one or so, some <laughs> hippie shit. Yeah. But it was just like not people getting upset that they lost. I don't get it. Yeah. I'd be like, don't be upset that you lost. Just be in in energetic that you have another chance to prove yourself. Yeah. Just can't deal with people crashing and like. So we're trying to compete with each other and as a friendly wager, but I now have to support you emotionally. Yeah, <laughs> just, I, I, I'm not for it. Just stick to myself. I get upset when I'm playing board games now and again, but not. Oh, like, really? Because that hasn't shown. <laughs> it's not. Um, it's not a like. Oh, I don't like to lose thing. It's it's whether it like I'm fine with losing as long as I'm enjoying myself. Like if it's if if I'm if like it's it's like when you when you have um, it's like when you when you run about before uh, a few months fucking months ago now where you'd be playing free cell or not free yeah, cell, yeah, solitaire. Uh, fucking solitaire <laughs> yeah. and it'd be like you can't it's frustrating you have a hot it's just a horrible game yeah like and you ju- you just wind up frustrating yourself and it's like 
there are instances of that game where you have a perfectly good time. Yeah. But like I it's so I'm I'm not I'm not massively competitive, but if I don't have a good game, I have a very like I it's very hard for me to hide it. Well, it's just I think I just, I think I break down like the sport or the game into something smaller. So like football for example, I'm not that bothered about the final score. It's about the little in um, situations in the match so like somebody goes on a run and scores an amazing goal it's like that's what the match was for me not yeah. like oh it was 3-2 it's like no but did you see that fucking goal yeah or did you see that save or did you see that pass or whatever but so I, I remember like when we lived in Osage and like i would fire up the xbox and you'd fucking destroy me on street fire like every fucking I'm night very talented for hours and like, and I wouldn't like it. Wouldn't piss me off. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just it's because it's, it's like you're having a good time. Yeah, it's just the experience. It's it's, yeah. it's the match that's going on as opposed to who wins or loses. Yeah. But yeah, I've met some people who just like if you don't meet up, if you don't challenge their area, then they respond by being insecure and yelling down at you. Yeah. And it's I'm not twelve. Like, yeah. I can. Like, I'm, a, I'm I'm an adult. I don't like playing. I started playing Rocket League. It's like late to the game or whatever, but it's just like yeah. something to sit down and piss about with. And yeah, people take it pretty seriously. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're a fucking rocket car <laughs> <laughs> playing snooker <laughs> on a fucking football field <laughs> in a dome. <laughs> yeah, like chill out. <laughs> well, I haven't got enough nitrous. Like, all right, <laughs> just chill, do something else. Yeah. But competition's good, isn't it? Hang on, I was trying to start an argument with you. Fizzy right. drinks. I had no thought about that. Yeah. I used to hate them when I was a kid. Like, my mum and dad, um, they bought, like, a soda stream when we were right. kids. And my sister was fucking addicted to them. Like, she like, having them every single day. And I never used to like them. Because, like, my opinion on fizzy drinks was, like, it's a drink that for some reason burns your tongue. Like, I, I didn't, <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. Vinegar Coke. Yeah. Well, not, like, not like that, but it's, you know that sensation. I never yeah, used yeah. to like it when I was a kid. I think it was only, like, kind of in uni that I started sort of coming around to it. After you left, so it was like early twenties, maybe that I started what coming around to drinks. Like, doc, you were addicted to Dr Pepper at one point. There was no, there wasn't. Um, I, I I liked Dr Pepper, but the thing that got me was fucking Mountain Dew. Right, I, I would fucking like it was, but it was always in the same situation. It was it was on a Thursday morning after the, after, which was the only night. The only day we had like an early morning yeah, lecture, yeah, yeah. and we'd be and the Wednesday night was a student night out. So yeah. you get in at like two half two three o'clock in the morning, fucking steaming, um, and you, then there'd be a walk to uni at like eight o'clock the next morning. So it's like you've had like four or five hours sleep, and I'd just go through Sainsbury's, buy like three bottles of Mountain Dew, nail two on the way to uni, and then one in class. And by the end, I was just like just <laughs> fucking just fucking shaking. Um, but like I, I think that's the only only time. But now, since I started like trying to watch my weight and stuff, I tend to stick. I tend to go on like uh, like Tonic. yeah, slimline tonics and diet Pepsi and like and all that. I'm seeing the I'm seeing the value in it now, as opposed to just going out. We've well, been doing that for water. quite quite a long time. Yeah, like over a year. Yeah, more than a year. Because mm. yeah, I've lived here for a year now, to, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's been going for quite a while. But yeah, it's just. It's just an addiction. It's just something that if you stop taking it, you look at it and you go, why would I? I don't fancy that. Yeah. It's the same as if you go for a run and then you come back, you're like, you don't really fancy a, you know, you don't really fancy a cup of tea. You don't really fancy a fizzy drink. Mm. It's like, no, I just need water I right need, now. I and then afterwards, what I need. maybe lemonade. Then, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that happened in a, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger was in a CSI Midsummer Murders esque TV show. What? As like one of his first things. Really? Yeah, and it was about. <laughs> I, I, sw- I saw it in the gym. Like, I was in a gym <laughs> on a treadmill or something, and I was watching it. I was like, this is amazing, and I can't remember what it was. But basically, yeah, he was like big Arnold Schwarzenegger going running in a park. And uh, met, meets this girl, takes the girl back home, and accidentally kills her by shaking her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arnie. <laughs> and then I don't remember what happens after that. He probably goes on the run or something. and that's It really was like a small bit part. But all of his jokes were like, he meets her running in the park. So, so how long are you going to run? And he's like, oh, I might do um, once more. I was like, this is my 38th. <laughs> <laughs> so, I might do 27 more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Arnie. And yeah, like he went back to her house and he, he cock blocked himself. Like she said, can I get you anything to drink? Like beer or a Coke? And he goes, why would you consume something the body does not need? <laughs> <laughs> I think like one of them slept in a bunk bed and he was a bit freaked out. And I just remember grabbing going, I can't remember why he was so angry. I think it was, I think it was a steroid thing was his plot thing, right? Right. I was like, he's got so angry. So it's a shake. Like, Why? <laughs> Her neck breaks. <laughs> Shakes her at, like, supersonic speed. Yeah. <laughs> she just dies. That's the end of it. But it was, I think this was before he was Arnold Schwarzenegger. As in, he's always been Arnold Schwarzenegger. But before his stage name was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think his original name was Arnold Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think I would have to check. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it amazing. Not... <laughs> it's not quite the same ring. <laughs> um, but um, uh, Arnold first. Brown. <laughs> but that, and you remember that film your mail? <laughs> oh no, um, and Arnold Strong as well. But I swear, Arnold Brown was there. Um, but yeah, he, um, so he, he disagreed with drinking fizzy drinks. So that was always part of my head, but fizzy drinks were just so, I don't know, just tasted better. But I had this thing with Pringles as well when I was a kid. Fucking love Pringles. Well, they were genetically modified to be addictive. (laughs) That's a bit insane. Um, but they... I realized that they're not actually that nice. When I was yeah, eating them, I was like, why am I even eating these? It's just habitual. Yeah. It's just, oh, I'm used, accustomed to eating these. I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm going to eat a bag of lettuce instead. Yeah. And I just started doing that. And then <laughs> I just need to do that again at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I swear Arnold Brown was a thing. <laughs> I'm so 100%. Yeah, because I swear it was in Hercules in New York. But it says here, yeah, Arnold Strong. Maybe I was just hoping it was Arnold Brown. Um, yeah, Hercules in New York. I showed it to you. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You didn't that. like it, but it was amazing. There was, there was, this, is, this was during uni when I was doing my film course, and I was like, yeah! this isn't art. This, is, this isn't Towns Van Zandt or whatever. <laughs> yes, Gus. Gus Van Zandt. Yeah, no. Um, I appreciate it now. But yeah, no, his, his, his character was originally dubbed 
because they didn't want his Austrian accent to be in the film because he was playing a Greek god. All Greeks gods have American <laughs> accents. This is how, so he was originally dubbed by like this American guy, and they they um, they obviously replaced it because he, he they turned it back because he became famous. As a result, all of his dialogue is incredibly bad quality. <laughs> At one point, he fights a bear. Oh like, yeah, in I the park. The guy in the bear suit. <laughs> yeah, that's a great <laughs> film. Hercules in New York. It's a great film. Epic film of, of proportions. Um, but yeah, I really want to get hold of the American dubbing of it because I think that would just be the funniest thing in the world <laughs> to see if I get Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, mayor of California, terminated. Like, howdy! Hi, diddly ho, neighbor, you know? I'm huge! <laughs> I'm Hercules! <laughs> Look out! A bear! <laughs> entirely by the Who's Line cast. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was the Colin Mockery thing? They, they filmed yeah, the film dub. I yeah. want a refund! <laughs> 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 Meow. <laughs> That's got no context for anybody. <laughs> no. Watch the entirety of Who's Line is it anyway. And then you'll understand those yeah, you'll two, two games that they play. <laughs> But people have made um, big careers. It? It's it, um, Aussie Guy Narrates or something. Aussie Man Reviews. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it literally commentates or something like that, where he'll just watch a video and yeah. he'll just commentate over it. He's doing like football like, videos and stuff, wasn't he? I think he did some football, but then he did like animal fights and yeah. and random shit. And it would just be an Australian stereotypical excited response. Yeah. yeah. With a few linguistic stuff thrown in. Yeah. Oh crikey! Like, oh, that brilliant. The, well, the in fairness, the football one was fucking genius. It was like it was like Jim Jeffries level blue, just lines <laughs> right. as as like regular football commentators. Yeah, like, it was, that was pretty fucking good. Was it? There was a thing that happened. I think it was this week. At least I found it this week that he could probably narrate or narrate. Uh, a woman in Australia had to go and undergo emergency surgery. After she was attacked by a kangaroo while jogging, right? <laughs> so the danger of us is of Australia. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you worry about snakes and spiders. And... <laughs> is there a spider <laughs> in your shoe? Is there a kangaroo in your ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> uh, personal trainer and former bodybuilding champion Debbie Urquhart from Melbourne was set upon by a two-meter-tall kangaroo. They're fucking frightening things. Like, yeah, have you seen the video of it? Just like. Waiting outside someone's window. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking smashing, just smashing it. it. Uh, so, like, I, I was like, that—that's the creepiest fucking thing I've ever seen. Cause it's just like staring in, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, um, and the reason it gets—it's getting aggressive. I was like, that's really fucking weird. But apparently, it's—it's it's doing it at its own reflection in the window, yeah, something like or that, or some shit like that. Yeah, but, but still, still, it chased fucking... after a jogger. Yeah, at six a.m. Like, who's up then? <laughs> Yeah. How long have you been running? Pretty pretty long. Can you outrun a kangaroo? <laughs> they don't even run. I think they just so. jump a Why? lot. <laughs> <laughs> just lift the cage. Yeah, it was set upon. It implies that someone set the kangaroo on. <laughs> well, you know, the military is, is getting new technologies and new stuff like that. I mean, skydiving kangaroo, no one's going to see it coming. Absailing from a helicopter without Mel Streep in it, she's afraid. Kangaroo's <laughs> <laughs> absailing from the sky to yeah. attack a six AM jogger. 
Yeah, apparently the kangaroo <laughs> kicked her on the side of her body, ripped her clothes, and threw her around like a rag doll. <laughs> she just got fucked up. Just, just slowly putting on the war paint. Tie me kangaroo down, sport. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking of all the horrors that have done done to his family by hunters and dogs and like and deforestation. <laughs> Skipenda, 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 the Punjabi kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> they mocked us on purpose. the best on me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's plenty of work out there for Australian narrators, but you know, yeah. maybe there's something else that we can do. I yeah. think generally, Australian the Australian accent is one of the funniest when it's angry. Yeah, I try. I was trying to like. I, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's probably one of the most comical. Yeah. Because, like, Cockney's yelling isn't necessarily funny. I'd say it's a bit more aggressive. Intimidating. I yeah, think. than yeah. an Australian accent, because it's just a bit too high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Can, it's hard to take an anger Australian seriously. <laughs> why Jim Jeffries has, you know, done yeah. so well as a comic. <laughs> Yeah, because he's awesome, and because he has a is a, has his accent. <laughs> a uh, a high school is apologising following an inappropriate math question about a girl being sexually assaulted by a family member. <laughs> when the maths test. Yep. Uh, <laughs> a maths question on a homework assignment given to students at Penridge High School asks: Angelou was sexually abused by her mother's blank at age eight which shaped her career choices and motivation for writing. After doing the math, the answers were boyfriend, brother, or father. So... What? <laughs> doing the math? Yeah, so uh, I, I looked at the question on the sheet, and it's like, so it was like, X equals Y plus two. Um, <laughs> what does X equal? And then it... And then it, it read this question out, and then underneath... It said brother, and in brackets it was like zero two, like so y is zero and x is two, right. and then father and so like the 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 whole question it was the, irrelevant, the, the completely irrelevant, <laughs> yeah. not required for the maths at all. Like it all you had to do was the maths. In the but, interest of equality, yeah, we want to have a couple of molested <laughs> children in this maths. Test. Exactly, but at a, on a on a high school maths question, like it's what what part of that is is, is appropriate? I mean, it, it's funny. But, like, if you hand that out, you're going to get complaints. Like, <laughs> there's, there's no part, like, um, and they said they printed it off some some website that takes, uh, that, that, that just gives example math questions, and it wasn't, like, an official test or anything, like a pop quiz. Yeah. But the teacher vetted it and was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I accept this. That's what you get students. for making it easier to be a teacher, like, however long ago it was. Now, apparently, it's harder. Yeah. Like, you need to have a foundation degree, I think, to be a teacher now. But before, yeah, it was just... That's the equivalent of saying, like, I have three apples. I give you two apples. How many uncles molested you? It's the <laughs> amount of apples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's just... Yeah. Why? There was, yeah, there was, no, there was no reason to put it in that context. It's like, well, yeah, but you got to teach them about life. No, you got to teach them about maths. Like, this, I don't know. It, 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 it was a bit fucking weird. <laughs> Education. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the knowledge of life. What's that? The school? Oh, I, was, I grew up in the school of hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I grew up in the school of 
molesting uncle brother fathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, <laughs> in maths. maths. <laughs> yeah, in English, that's where we ask the tough questions. <laughs> it's a weird times table. Yeah. One times one, two times two, <laughs> uncle plus father. <laughs> <laughs> It was a, uh, some of my family, extended family, post weird, boring things. And one of them was, you know, it's always like, oh, isn't it, isn't, isn't it good that at Christmas we give back to the community and stuff, this boring community stuff like that. Mm. And one of them was, um, don't tell us how old you are. Just post something in the link, in the comments, um, that people younger than you wouldn't understand. And like, someone's put like, oh, Bertie Bessies or like, I don't know, yeah, um, Betty Boop or something like yeah. that. I just went, my openly sexual relationship with a neighbour's dog. <laughs> <laughs> and you got like, what was it? You wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? You, you, you just don't understand. <laughs> just leave it there. And it's a lot of my extended family I don't spend a lot of time with or speak to at any point. But the little information they do get is apparently I fucked the neighbor's dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just gotten a dog. <laughs> Arouses suspicions. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. Like, re- edging towards, like, 30 now is a point where everyone, like, within my friendship group... Not within my friendship group, but like on Facebook, within my age range, seems to be going. Oh, we're getting so old, and it's like, firstly, no, you're not. But that's beside the point. Mm. Like you're nearly thirty. That's what not, did you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, time was going to stop when you were twenty-five, and then you just yeah. finish there. But like, um, so they're all going fucking mental. And this guy posted a video today of like it was like a five-minute compilation, and it was like all of these songs are twenty years old. And, and <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. And it was like Natalie and Brulio and all of these fucking 90s boy bands and stuff. And it was, but all of these people underneath it, it's all like nearly the exact same comment, which was like, oh my God, 20 years old. Can't believe it. Feels so old now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, things get older. Shit gets older. Why is this? Why, why, is, why is this grabbing your attention? Either listen to the fucking song or don't. But, like, why does it bother you? Yeah, these songs are old. Some songs aren't old. Why is this a thing? <laughs> well, Pat, isn't it like, uh, it's what people say about drugs, is people who take drugs are chasing the emotion or the the experience they had when they first took drugs. Because, like, when you first take drugs, apparently it's great. And then you're like, oh, like, oh, the, the first time you take ecstasy, it's like, oh, yeah, this is incredible. Mm. But because it's a new reference for everything yeah so then every time you're other you're taking drugs even more you're chasing that yeah but that one night with that one brand mm. that was amazing so maybe it's just people are chasing that experience they had in their youth yeah for, they get trapped in that cycle and then like 20 years goes by and they're still chasing that and they're like hang on i've been chasing this for 20 years yeah like i don't know year six disco wasn't that a great wasn't a great time for me i just <laughs> I was a weird kid, like just a weird kid. Like I think I gave myself more asthma, like because I think it was a school disco, and like I used to convince myself that every time, like I look at this clock and it's gone by like five minutes, I'm gonna take a puff of my asthma pump. <laughs> That's gonna be my disco. 
<laughs> so I was just like filling myself with more and more steroids. <laughs> Just because it is something to do. Just because, like, look at the clock. Then, like, whatever the fucking noise a kid makes when they're trying to breathe. And I wasn't having an asthma attack. No, no, I'm just going to give myself some steroids. I used to do weird, like, it must have been in the winter, because I swear it's like, what, school finished at 3 or 3.30. And at 4, it was like, let's watch Flipper. And you'd have, like, the school would stay open with kids in their pyjamas watching flipper <laughs> on like this was like the this was like 1999 yeah and it was just like a really small weird telly where let's watch flipper. yeah you'd have you'd have the, the telly on wheels that they'd yeah. that they'd share between the classrooms yeah um and um they'd put it in, push it into the hall fill it with people and the tv was like about the size of your regular like yeah just a, just a microwave it's like yeah i can't see this but but there was the no other option, and yeah. at least I'm not learning anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you couldn't have it anymore, and it's good because if we had all the technology that people have today back then, we wouldn't be watching Flipper, <laughs> watching like hardcore porn, like twelve years old in a school filled with kids, yeah, iPads, phones. <laughs> be watching the most fucked up stuff you can see. <laughs> Play. You have, you've even got fucking like PlayStation iPads like the yeah the, 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 I can't remember what it's called PS Vita something like that something but like yeah that. you have a PlayStation like in your hands whatever you want yeah like, fucking hell that's ridiculous it's insane yeah yeah um, I used to think it was just cool to stay up past ten o'clock because that's when the naughty programs came on yeah so you'd watch like Channel Five 18... Friday night oh, I wasn't even talking about porn I was just talking about like adult comedy and oh, stuff right. like that like what was it? <coughs> what was it um stressed Eric Oh, I fucking like, love yeah. Stressed Eric. <laughs> like, that was just like a cool show to stay up and watch because yeah. it was adult. And, yeah, and, and, Stressed uh, Eric and uh, God the Devil and Bob. Yeah. Uh, Euro trash. So we'd have to stay up for it, whereas people now can just watch just, it whenever. Just watch it. Watch yeah. it at three in the afternoon. Yeah. I like, couldn't do it. Like, when I first... Um, I was a big fan of Predator when I was a kid. Don't know why. I just liked the whole killing aliens and uh, Predator seemed pretty cool when I played all the games, but I wasn't allowed to watch the films because they were, like, 18. Yeah. So, like, they'd come on telly. I think it was Predator 2 I saw was on, you know, be Channel 4 at, like, 11 o'clock at night. I'd have to sneak down through the house yeah. while people are in the house yeah. <laughs> and, like, put a VHS tape in it, record it, <laughs> like, come back down afterwards, stop recording, eject <laughs> the tape, and then tomorrow I'm going to watch it yeah. or something like that. And now it's just, you can just go on Netflix. Yeah. And just, are you over 18? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you have to do. Fucking hell, I remember recording things off the TV. The first time I had a VHS player, like, in my room, it was just so fucking strange. I had tapes upon tapes upon tapes of, like, fucking um, Simpsons episodes. Yeah, that yeah I recorded yeah. off channel, it was when it was back on BBC, BBC Two. Two. yeah. And it was like, it would always, like, just do that weird VHS rolling, like, just after the credits had stopped. So, like, when I actually had, like, DVDs or could watch them online in later life, I, re- I, I suddenly, my whole world opened up because there was an entire scene or a little bit that I'd missed at yeah, the start yeah. of the episode. Like, thinking I'd memorised the whole fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, there's something completely different going on here. Yeah. And people think that makes us better people. What? Like, they look back on the kids. Kids today, <clears throat> they don't know the pain of not being able to... No, shit. Keep- 
Like <laughs> it's 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 nice to be able to look back on it, but everyone's going to have one of those things. Yeah. Every generation changes in some way. This whole thing of like, oh, the next generation, everybody's got it easier. It's like, no, they've got certain things easier, and certain things will be more difficult. Like, there's always going to be challenges. Well, it's the whole thing about being wholesome. Oh fuck like, off! Wholesome is kids playing in the street. Bored. And now it's just like <laughs> it's just this wanted something to do. Yeah. And yeah, it was harder to distract yourself back. Yeah. You know, when technology wasn't as prevalent. But this is it's the thing that only annoys me. Improving by doing when the, 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 the when um like grown up people because they for some reason don't understand they're like how is sitting in front of a computer all day going to prepare you for life? It's like it prepares you for a life in which everybody sits in front of fucking computers all day. <laughs> like things have changed since you since you were a kid since you were younger. Like doing the things that you did don't necessarily help us anymore. It's like when you're in high school and you can and your uh, your teacher in, in maths was always like aside from all the rape questions was going yeah. on. <laughs> Was, was always like so from all the you know family <laughs> classes yeah <laughs> uncles come in fathers <laughs> it was always like well you're not gonna like there's no point in using a calculator all the time it's not like you're gonna have one on you all the time and now we have one with us fucking constantly <laughs> things change what? well it, it, there are certain skills like arithmetic and stuff you do need to know i think well you don't need to know I think but it makes it's, your it's life helpful. a lot easier it's helpful but like the analogy is that it is yeah is, yeah yeah like ridiculous it's people saying that things won't change yeah and it's no they i hope change. to fucking god that they do <laughs> and they change like they always should things are in constant flux yeah well it's just i don't know like you can say that it's weird to see people who don't know how to use a computer nowadays but you can get away with not using a computer if you wanted to yeah my boss but hasn't got a clue like, that's why he employs us yeah but look at like cooking like so many people don't know how to cook anything oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's still anything that's still weird <laughs> it's ridiculous I, I remember um whitman he was telling me about a guy that he lived with in his first year of uni or something mm. like that when he was in booth hall and the guy all he could make was uncle ben's rice <laughs> which isn't making it microwave rice. he could yeah. open the pack put it in a microwave and that was it couldn't even yeah. fucking make like noodles or beans on toast or like anything but what is that just a, a personality thing like there are some people who don't care about what food they eat I don't think so. I think it's a Maybe, kind of it being like catered a human to thing. Like, to I think food. part of it's a parental failure yeah. because why the fuck would you ever learn if you've got someone doing it for you? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. But there are some people whose tastes are incredibly bland. Like my brother yeah. orders plain noodles. Oof. That's all he eats. Weird. <laughs> it's like okay, like yeah, like you, yeah. But I mean, our upbringing was really weird when it comes to food. We had a very strict food upbringing yeah. where you were kind of you know, forced to eat everything on your plate, even when it was an extreme amount of food. Yeah. Even if you weren't in the mood for it or whatever. So like <laughs> our reaction was to not eat anything to be like, yeah. Like I, I apparently uh, I had to go on drugs cause I wasn't eating anything. So I was weakness or par- I had to take time off school cause I was so weak. Cause I wasn't eating anything. <laughs> it was a good time. Hunger strike. But yeah, basically <laughs> hunger strike. So the reason that, um, cause I went through the same thing, but my brother's still on it. His food, um, palate is so bland because he doesn't want to risk having something with flavour in it because he might not like the flavour and that'll trigger the fear that he will have to eat the thing that he oh. doesn't like. Yeah. Like, it's a whole weird thing. Mm. But other than that, if then that's why he eats such bland food. But for other people to eat bland food is just... I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. why you would... If you're capable of cooking for yourself... 
Yeah, no, I don't. You could be it. as bland or as salty yeah. as you want. No, I, my parents always made sure we had like a very varied diet, and they didn't. They never forced us to eat like a lot. Like they, it was never like a like a clear your plate kind of thing. Because mm. if you fall, you fall. Like that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. But if they put something new on our plate, they'd force us to try it. Yeah, like it was, th- and that that's about as far as it went. Yeah, that's no, just it's. I think that kids can't really feed themselves. So if you just this is your food for tonight, yeah, like you know you can eat it if you want or you can eat it later, but it's here. Yeah. This is your food. If you don't want to eat, you know, then I guess you're not going to eat. But you guess yeah. it's a parental thing to try and get kids to eat. Yeah, no, otherwise they don't. My die. My, uh, my my nephew has that a little bit. Like he's he's nearing like uh, what what is he now? I suppose he must be eight nine maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he he's got an idea of what he wants to eat. Um, but like, and his mum's like, oh, okay, we're having this for tea. And he'll immediately say, oh, I don't like that. And it's, it's not like, it's, it's not like you don't like it. It's that yeah. you don't want it. Yeah. So it's like, well, that's what we're having. So you either have that or you have nothing. Yeah. And it's, it, I don't know. You, I, I understand you have to force kids into a kind of like some kind of routine. And well, they, they're trying to undermine you. I think they, yeah. this, in, is this the dynamic of working out a relationship? Like you do it with friends as well. Like if uh, when you're grown up, anyway, like you start to push people's buttons just mm. to see what buttons can be pushed and yeah. not be pushed, and what you can get away with. Like there are people who are uh, flaky. They they are still flaky because they've yep. gotten away with being flaky yeah. for very long. Yeah, it's not like oh, last time we were late, we missed the bus. Yeah, like well, well yeah, we because we waited for you, etc. Yeah, there's people who would um, yeah say they're attending something and not attend something. Yeah, and eventually. They just go like, look, you're just not coming, are you? So I'm not going to invite you. Yeah. So it's, it's the dynamic of relationships is to constantly question and prod and stuff. And that's what kids are trying to do for a whole number of reasons as well. Yeah. Because like parental relationships are extra complicated. It's Yeah. The, 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 I remember when I was younger, like people always tried to sort of change your plans. It's like, well, I'm going to, when you feel like doing something, it's like, well, I'm going to do this. Does anyone want to want to want to do this? And be like, no, I don't fancy that. How about we do this? It's like, No. No, I'm I'm going to do this. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. You just stay at home or go and hang out with someone else or whatever. But it's like, no, I'm not changing that for you. Like, I'm, I'm this is what yeah, I want yeah. to do. Yeah, but did you, did you do that because um, of strong motivation, or did you do that because you just didn't really want to spend time with anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's it was because like I spent an awful lot of time in my youth hanging around with people doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like literally nothing. Like just walking around town, and it's fine. Like I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I didn't mind doing that when I was a kid and everything like that. And I, it was, it was fine now and again, or like once a week or whatever. If you just want to hang out and chill out and whatever, but no, I want to, I want to do something. I want to go and do something. Yeah. Why don't we do something? Well, I don't want to do something. Okay, well I do, so I'm going to do that. If you feel like it, join me. Yeah. Like it just yeah, it became a bit of a sticking point with me and a couple of people. Yeah. Because it was it was people it was particularly people would be like, Hey, you wanna hang out? It's like, Yeah, what do you want to do? Don't know. Alright then, well when you figured it out, give me a call. Because I don't want to sit around and do nothing. Yeah. Because in the meantime I've got things I do want to do. I had a few friends who would only do it if enough people were doing it. Yeah. So it'd be like, so Hey man, we're gonna go to the cinema. He's like, Hey man, we're gonna go to the cinema, do you wanna come? Well who else is going? Yeah, I fucking hate those. I don't people. know. Like if yeah. you want to go to cinema. So it's just yeah, you, you always get that with parties. Pulled along. I always hate that with parties. Like, oh who else is coming? It's like, I don't know. I've yeah. invited you, <laughs> do you wanna come? 
Yeah, and then as a result, they would just end up doing nothing, or you'd spend five minutes umming and ahhing with them and being like, I don't, I honestly couldn't give a fuck if you were there or not. <laughs> like, if you're going to be like this, I don't want to speak to you anyway. I'm just yeah. saying, I'm going to the cinema yeah. if you would like to come. And even if there were people coming, it would just become a sticking point. Like I said, it'd just be like, I'm not going to tell you who else is coming. Yeah. I'm going to go see this film. Do you want to see this film? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'll go later. Okay. So me and nine people went to go see this film. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, one, I did invite you. And it's just, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, when I was younger anyway, I think I was very much uh, the organizer of like going to do things. Yeah. And yeah, pulling people along to try and help them have a good time. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> What's the I'm not going to make you have a good time. Yeah, if you don't want to help yourself, I'm not going to help you. <laughs> I'm going to go have a good time. You can come with me if you like. Yeah. I'll offer it to you, but I'm not going to dress you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Youth. But now, you could just do nothing in a room watching YouTube all day. So yeah. It's great. Time's changed. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's different now, I think. Like, I, when I remember... Like, leaving high school, or, like, I mean, when I say leaving, I mean, like, at the end of the day, mm. and having a load of energy, and being like, okay, now let's, now the fun begins, or whatever. But now I'm, like, leaving work, it's like, okay, bed. Where's my yeah. bed? Where's the that four hours of thing that I want to watch? Where's my bag of chips? But I reckon that's just because we've, uh, we're not chasing after thing? much I don't anymore. Know. Yeah. You what, sorry? Is that a habit thing? Like, I started reading um, the fucking The War of Art again today. <laughs> like, I, I think it's a good practice. Like, just, I'm yeah, going yeah. to try and read it every couple of months just to kind of keep drilling it in. Um, so I think it's something worth studying. No, I get the same thing going to the comedy store when we went the other week. As yeah. soon as I go, like, like, as soon as I'm in a room of comedy, yeah. it's just like, oh, it would be so awesome to be working here yeah. or to be performing here. And then, like, ideas of performance, of uh, sketches and. And things I could do is like, oh, it's just loads of loads of energy there. Yeah. And then we get home, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it switches off. It's hard to keep it going. It's, it is, but I think it's just because we. I think what we phrased since the beginning of this podcast is if we had the opportunity to tomorrow go and film an episode of Fargo. Yeah, it would be like that would change the world. That would be yeah. everything would change. You drop everything and you would go and do it, and it would do a hundred percent. Yeah, but because we've illu- disillusioned ourselves with the prospect of exciting new opportunities, mm. you know, we've just been like, ah, oh, nah. Yeah. So it's just that procrastination that we're just too habitually enrolled in at the moment. I think. Yeah. And we don't have to be. It can literally be, you know, oh. Um, it's the exact same with this podcast. When we started with the podcast, we were both trying to treat it as casually as possible yeah. because we didn't want it to be put too much energy into it because it would smother it and we wouldn't do it anymore. But it's become easier. And that's like every time we see something on the news, we're like, right, okay, and yeah. we can talk about that on whenever we're going to record. Um, and I think once you start doing that more and more, and then you get more and more with filming or with writing or whatever, yeah. It just the momentum just builds. And the conversations just, generally gotten easier. Like the, the 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 more the more we've kind of gone on, the the less I've come to rely on finding articles. And yeah, things yeah, because I trust myself more to be able to carry on a conversation. Would well, you remember when we started? It was very we didn't want to talk to each other outside of the podcast. Yeah, like because we were like shit. What if you know? Yeah, because <laughs> the podcast basically encapsulates. 
not having spoken for a while, catching up, yeah. and it's just this. We've noticed that it's quite funny. It's quite. Um, enjoyable yeah. so we start recording it so it was like fuck let's just oh I want to talk to you about something but I'll talk to you about it next week yeah it's like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> alright I'll see you next week then yeah yeah okay but yeah I think it's uh, we've gotten more relaxed with that and more easier with that and I think it's just yeah if you finished work on a Friday and Friday night you were going to spend four hours shooting something mm. I think you would get out of work and be like right yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go. I'm ready to go now. Let's go yeah. do something. But because you're not planning anything out and you're not, because that ball isn't already rolling. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just difficult. But once the ball's rolling, then everything kind of gets back up. Yeah. So what I was saying about a monthly project, um, I think would be good. Um, so coming up with something to do every month that we film on a, or do something about, like even if it's just something stupid and inside a joke, like, uh, reenactments of famous film scenes yeah which is just like stupid reenactments of i don't know pulp fiction <laughs> just benign scenes yeah <laughs> or just like we're gonna reenact the scene from saving private ryan oh, which one? Oh, the bomber he drops his wallet <laughs> <laughs> just like saving private ryan reimagine you know and then it's do something on a, on a regular basis so that's what that is it's just We've kind of gotten to a slow that we've lost momentum outside of daily life. Yeah. Once that momentum's back, then the excitement of finishing work comes back. So that's what that is. Yeah. People always blame it on so many different things. Oh, it's called getting old. Yeah. It's like maybe when you're ninety, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But like you can continually have energy in your heart. Like, yeah, for many, 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 many years. Well, the thing is, I I've got all the time in the world for people who are willing to blame themselves. Mm. Like it's it's the people who've always got an excuse that I've just not got. Well, it's like I can't help you because and and I don't want to help you because you're going to find an excuse for not doing fucking anything. Yeah. Like if I haven't done if I haven't done something that I said I wanted to do, that's on me. Yeah. Like it's not, and it's not like oh because I had a flat tire or like it's because it's because of this is because I don't have enough money it's because of whatever it's like you find a way to do something if you didn't do it it's on you like yeah. it's not it's and if if you've got to blame anything else then I'm, I'm not fucking interested there's no point no, but just take take this podcast for example like I haven't done the edit yet and the edit is need to be released tomorrow yeah so I'm going to edit it this evening yeah <laughs> if tonight my computer fails yeah it's not a case of oh well my computer failed so i couldn't do it yeah it would be like well no my computer failed so i managed to I tried it on a different machine i tried yeah doing everything else with it because the momentum has kind of already started if we were starting releasing the podcast tomorrow and my computer failed i'd be yeah. like we'll just start it next week yeah <laughs> yeah but it's yeah. like no so the ball's already rolling yeah there's a responsibility to keep up with this momentum yeah um that's how you gain momentum. Whereas, yeah, some people would just take any, literally any excuse yeah. to stop. Yeah. And it's like, you, you either break out of that habit or you don't, but the only person that can stop that is the person who's stopping themselves. The thing is, from my experience, it might not even be that you break the habit. It might be that you, you, you are always fighting the habit in the same way that you are with a fucking addiction. Like, mm. I think laziness is a big enough, is, is an addiction just as fucking anything else is. And procrastination. Like, it's yeah. it's all part of that same tree you go with what's most comfortable well it's i think laziness is interesting because laziness is uh, i think duncan trussell who's a comedian um phrased that laziness is a form of anger um and he cited some philosophers or whatever but 
yeah, it's laziness has its roots in anger. You are lazy, but you're frustrated. If you feel like you're lazy, you're frustrated that you're lazy and you're yeah. frustrated that you're not doing enough. So if you were to um, go for a run and then come back, you wouldn't be lazy anymore. You would be relaxing. You'd mm. be resting. Yeah. You wouldn't be being lazy. You'd be, no, I've been for a run. I got a lot of energy out, but now I'm going to have a nap and sleep. Yeah. But then I'm going to get up and do something else. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, it's something that you have to, it's your brain trying to work out in a rational chemical problem. And they have to, your body, your body and your mind have to be in sync. So if you have stress or you have pent up energy, it's like, well, you have to just fucking get it out. It's like dogs got to go for a run. Yeah. Like if I don't walk the dog, then she, you know, running around the house, just trying to figure out what the fuck to do with all this energy. Yeah. That's the fucking same thing with people. Uh, a 12 year old boy is facing attempted robbery charges after police say he pulled a gun on a classmate and demanded that she give him her chicken nuggets. <laughs> you pulled out what weapon? A gun. Twelve-year-old pulled out a gun. Twelve gauge. <laughs> Give me your chicken. <laughs> the incident happened on subway at Lexington Avenue on 103rd Street around about 5:40 p.m. on Tuesday. Thirteen-year-old girl reportedly smacked the gun away from her head, oh, okay. uh, and the suspect ran off. Fucking brave girl. Yeah. Like, I thought I thought it was like a you know, like a long range rifle and he was a few fields away. And he no. was just like yelling, Give me the chicken nuggets <laughs> No, he's in they're in school. Like <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out this weird math question. Like, I'm cool. <laughs> but I like him. I like, he's, he's, he's a trier. Um authorities say the suspect had previously approached the victim inside the McDonald's on 103rd Street and 3rd Avenue and asked for a chicken nugget. The victim is said to have declined. Okay, so... <laughs> I've asked you nicely. Now I'll ask you with a gun in your face. Yeah. And you'll still smack it away. And I'll run away, humiliated. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Two apparently know each other from school where the boy was taken into custody on Wednesday. Yeah, he's got he's got some balls. <laughs> Think. We'll talk about that. the police. Like, this is all over a chicken nugget. Like, yeah. can we just give him a chicken nugget apart from all the paperwork. And yeah. If if it's a, the thing is like she's got some fucking balls. Like if a, if a twelve year old came to me and pointed a gun at me and said, "Give me your chicken nuggets," I'd be like, "All right." And just give them to him. Like I wouldn't. No, social responsibility. You should never teach a kid that he always gets what he wants. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's like I call that a knife. This is a knife. I'm not sure if she's stubborn or like if she just doesn't understand the value of things. Like you're putting your life, like you're saying a, that's less in valuable. In a six-piece McChicken box. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it doesn't say how many there were. Like, no. I mean, I think if it was a six piece, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. But if it was a 20 piece, there would be a moment of trapidation. Like, mate, I, I think I'm, uh, do I want, uh, no, I've just paid like five pounds for these. <laughs> Is that worth my life? Well, it's, it's an interesting uh, boy-girl relationship, boy-girl relations in school. Yeah. It's probably why you shouldn't have mixed schools. the boys will shoot the girls yeah well they won't shoot them but they'll point guns in their face yeah (laughs) yeah i mean like the way you've like form relationships and the classic signs of like crushes and things have changed like you don't pull girls pigtails anymore you You threaten their chicken nugget with an arsenal ask for a nugget if they don't give you a nugget shoot them in the face (laughs) 
Like mm-hmm. kids must still play stuck in the mud and it, <laughs> you'd imagine. And then just eventually more technology would come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can you can play Laser Quest in your home. Yeah, like, well, you could do that when we were kids. But it was expensive. Yeah, and, and they weren't very I'm going to say expensive. It was like you know, 20 quid a pack. Yeah. Which was like, as a kid, you're like, wow, that's, that's amazing. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Now, you can sell naked pictures of yourself to creepy uncles <laughs> like over the internet <laughs> yeah. as much as you want. Yeah. And you'll do better in maths. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. There we go. So I was trying to figure it out all podcasts. <laughs> what is the joke about maths and, and, and you know, uh, child molestation? <laughs> I had a weird flashback. Um, when I was in year two, and for some reason I didn't find it weird at the time. I just found it a bit humiliating. Um, when So, like, on the day when you did PE in yeah. primary school, you had, you bring your PE kit in, get dressed and whatever, and you go into the hall and do your PE. If if you didn't bring your kit, like we we yeah. we had we had polo shirts to, to 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 school, so we just kept those on. If you didn't bring your kit, you did PE in your pants. Yeah, like in front of all the pupils and the teacher and everything. Like and like uh, there was one one week when I didn't bring my kit and I and like and it came out of that and I was like utterly devastated and I just <laughs> burst into tears and just wouldn't fucking do it like I refused like and they got my parents in like after school I mean like he won't strip down to his underwear <laughs> and, and, and and dance around in front of in front of his classmates <laughs> it's like but like now it'd be like yeah yeah he won't <laughs> you, why, why do you, you want him to, to do that <laughs> that reminds me of my year two experience we didn't have PE kits we everyone did it in their pants and socks. All oh, right, but I brought my own thing to the table. I took a shit in them <laughs> while I was doing laps. <laughs> I think it must have been yeah, it was year two or below. And yeah, it was PE. We were running around, and I just remember like, I think I need to shit. I'll just shit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get away with it, and I did. The, it seems to be like a recurring theme of me, which is just like I'll just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> so like, teachers be like, "Are you okay, Nick?" I was like, "Yeah." yeah. Why? Well, you've shit yourself. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> yes, you have. And I think, thinking back, like, they took me somewhere to get changed because apparently they must have had, like, spare underwear. Spare yeah. kids' underwear at school. Because, <laughs> yeah, gave, they gave me like, someone else's underwear. And there was a woman, like, talking to me as if I was a victim of something. Yeah. Like, I doubt they were that <laughs> conscious about, you know, trauma yeah. in the 90s. But, like, they, they seem to remember there being some questions. <laughs> what, is that a symbol of trauma? Just randomly shitting and not remembering? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the shit and go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your son's got shit and go. <laughs> And yeah, I met the people like, looking at me and stuff. Like that. I was like, nah, nothing. <laughs> well, that's a big one of shit in my underwear. And this was, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Are they called Y-fronts? They're not even called Y-fronts. It was literally just like... like classic pants. Yeah, that's just a like, a, like a weird thong without the thong <laughs> bit on the back. Yeah, Y-fronts. Are they Y-fronts? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, It's okay. a Y on the front. There might have been. I can't remember. No, it is. Like, it, the way it forms. Oh, right. No, because you've got these weird, like, breathing pockets now. I thought they were like white friends. Oh, right. Where they've got, like, yeah, pockets on the crotch. Oh, uh, that's what made them all white friends. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Who knows about these 90s fashion <laughs> styles of people? Could it carry shit? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a shit hammock. It's a shit hammock. <laughs> 
I was excited. Year two is when we got desks. Like well, the ones with the lids folded open. Oh, yeah. those were fucking mint, and the little inkwell on it. Yeah, and yeah. You, for, for your quill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you just be like, yeah, I've got a desk now. I could put stuff in it, and then you had people with tidy desks and people with non-tidy desks. That was the first apartheid that occurred in year two. And I then... was fucking pimped in year five because, like, <laughs> I, I had the desk, and I was the first person in my class to get a color printer. So, like, in your we... desk. No, 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 not in the desk. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm proper pimped up. Yeah, faxes coming through. And like, <laughs> got a little dial-up in it. Um, no, I was the first person to get a colour printer at home, so I used to print stuff off and stick it on the inside of my desk. Like, just, you know, like you do, like, in your exercise books, like, people, yeah, like yeah. things that you like and shit like that. So, like, I would open it up and have, like, colour pictures all over it and be like, oh, wow, oh, what's what? You know, like kids do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd be like printing shit off for everyone in class, being like, "Like me, like me, please like me." <laughs> you flyered for friends. Well, like people, they'd, they'd like give me requests, <laughs> and my mum and dad were like, "Like, why, where's all the fucking flush. ink going? Like, this is <laughs> like they didn't know what I was doing." <laughs> I just remembered in uh, secondary school myself, we were told to do like projects on on a country. I think it was like a country that was in the World Cup or something. I chose Germany. Yeah. And just looked it up on Encyclopedia 98 or Just printed it, it off. And printed it all off. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, there you go. Amazing. And the teacher was like, Nick, you can't just go on Encyclopedia you know, Encarta 98 or whatever and print it off. I was like, it's not what I did. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but it says you've got the links to the... the, the no. no. <laughs> and it was like, it was like 300 pages. <laughs> no, I, 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 I went to the library. I typed all this up myself. <laughs> My dissertation, my thesis <laughs> on Germany. <laughs> Boy wonder. <laughs> For more episodes, the second they leave our disgusting workstations, head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or TuneIn, maybe all three. Ratings and comments would be nice as well. If you've got any questions or comments, find us on Twitter at PullingTeethPod. For anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature, or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media, you can drop us an email at podcast at pullingteeth.audio. For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week. <laughs>